Nice. All right. So today is, I always have to look at my phone to figure out what day it is. It's pretty <laughs> shitty. <laughs> um, today's April 6th. It's, uh, it's Sunday, April 6th. And I just kicked myself in the face with my <laughs> mic. <laughs> um, and Zach and I just, just a few hours saw Captain America, the winter soldier. So we're going to, we're going to talk about that. Um, but I think first we should, uh, we had we I think in the last podcast is where we talked about it doing a top five animated movies list. Yep. Um, because we know that we're going to talk about Captain America for so long, I think we should get non Captain America stuff in beforehand so that we're not trying to. Because w- what happened last time we tried to do a list is we ran out of time, so yeah. we scrapped it for a week. Um, so last week, if you didn't listen, we did. We were talking about our top five animated movies, not anime, but truly like Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks movies. Um. And uh, we, we created a top five list, so we'll uh, we'll do that real quick, and we'll spend a little time on it, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk so much about Captain America, <laughs> and uh, we'll let you know when we start because if you're if you're not big on spoilers or you haven't seen it or you did see it and you don't want to hear about it, whatever, we'll let you know. Uh, so Zach, what is uh, what's your list? Do you want to do your five then my five, or do you want to go one and one like we did last time? Doesn't matter to me. I meant start it however you want to go start at number five number five okay counting down then so my number five was monsters inc okay okay uh my number five was the incredibles um good movie just couldn't just couldn't put it any higher uh so monsters inc definitely good too though so what's what's your number four my number four was Coraline. oh i didn't even think about that that uh, did not even come to me while I was making my list. That sucks. Yeah. My number four is Wreck-It Ralph, actually, nice. um, which I think with how good both of those movies, my five and my four is, it shows you how tough this list was Yeah. because uh, none of these movies are bad. Like I had a top ten when I started, and I, I whittled it down. Um, Coraline, though, uh, I don't remember that very well. Tim Burton, obviously. Uh, is the, other, the guy that actually directed Nightmare before oh. Christmas, not Tim Burton. Oh shit! I forget his name. Well, wasn't Tim Burton a producer on that or something? Yeah. Or he he helped screenwrite it or some shit. Something like that. I know that it wasn't like a, a Tim Burton film, but I remember he was attached to it somehow. Yeah. Um, Same dark theming. I, I did like. I I remember liking it. I just, I I don't remember it that well. It's it's the girl Coraline who doesn't she have like does she have shitty parents or just yeah. par- and then uh, she goes into that weird like dark fantasy world. Yep. Okay, that's right. I remember that. Um, all right. So what's your number? What number? What's your number three? My number three is The Incredibles. Oh, interesting. Because uh, my number three is Monsters Inc. Oh. <laughs> so our our three and our five were swapped. Um, I can almost guarantee that we have the same number one. So. I, I maybe man maybe not so monsters inc we've already talked about and uh incredibles we already talked about so what's your number two well it's or is it a tie it's kind of a tie i okay. just put the whole toy story trilogy oh okay okay fair enough um i did have a hard time picking because i was only going to pick one of the three so i had a hard time picking which one yeah um because one is really good two 
I like it. It's not my favorite. And three is really uh, shit made me teary eyed at one point. Like yeah. I think I'm think aren't they aren't the toys like getting thrown into like the incinerator or yeah. whatever? I was like, oh god, no! <laughs> and I cried a little bit, uh, <laughs> like last year. <laughs> All right, so Toy Story, <laughs> Toy Story trilogy, and uh, and Mega Mind. What's your number one? My number one is Alice in Wonderland. Okay, so I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was very wrong on our our list because um, I my number one is Toy Story, the first one. Um, Alice in Wonderland, really? Yep. Now we're talking like the classic one, right? Yeah. Not one of the. I hate Tim Burton's version. Okay. Um, I just found out I need to be higher in my headphones. I can't hear shit. Like your level, or there we go. Okay, that's a little high. A little, a little lower. A little All right. A uh, little lower. That's good. Yeah. I was talking and I thought that it was loud enough, but I actually was just hearing like my inside my head voice because I realized <laughs> I couldn't hear you very well. So, so totally different. Yeah. Um, are th- you know, I'm surprised Rick or Ralph wasn't on your, on your top five. Uh, it's probably going to be, uh, I don't know. Should have been on there. I don't know. Now, have you seen Megamind? I haven't seen that. You haven't? Oh no. my God, dude. It's, uh, it's really good. It's, I didn't think I was going to like it at all, but it's damn good. Hmm. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's got a great cast. It's, it's Will Ferrell and, uh, uh, Brad Pitt of all people hmm. and Jonah Hill and Tina Fey and, uh, Ben Stiller, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just a really good movie. Um, out of all of the movies, animated movies that they've announced sequels to, I'm waiting for Megamind to announcement. I don't think they've made it, but they've, they announced the Incredibles. They announced cars, 19, <laughs> um, plane seven, like what all yeah. those other movies, but I still don't see why cars is getting another one. Cars well, two is the lowest rated Pixar movie. Yeah. That was not good. Um, the Incredibles finally got the announcement for number two, which I am very excited about. Yeah. Um, monsters university was, was pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I, I almost put that in instead of Monsters, Inc., but uh, yeah. I couldn't do it. Um, but it was in my 10. My If we had kept going, the 10, the, my other five would have been weird. It would have been a bunch of old shit. Like, I really struggled with, like, Aladdin and Lion King. Um, but not, you know, just not it's, not, it's not stuff that I would watch now, but it was yeah. stuff that I, like, watched to the point where, like, my mom, like, smashed our Lion King tape, I think. <laughs> Like, she used to just come home, and my my older brother and I would just be like, we can't wait to be king. And fucking, like, bopping and shit and singing Hakuna Matata. And my mom was like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be walking around the house. Like, my mom used to work nights, so uh, she'd get home, and she'd try and sleep during the day, and I'd just be fucking blasting Lion King from the living room. <laughs> and uh, and it's funny now, because, like, if I see it on TV, I'll just skip right past that shit. I don't want to watch it. Like, yeah. But, yeah. all right, so not bad. Not a... I wasn't as emotionally invested in this as I was in the... I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't either. I just, like, whip, like cracked the... Whatever. The, uh, the the horror TV shows was a lot harder for me because I like them all so much. This one was kind of like, I know what they're going to be. It's going to be what order. Yeah. So we should do another top five at some point. We should just do one weekly. Yeah. What do you want to do, do next week? I don't know. I made a bunch of them. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. Just in case we ran out of time one we day. We wanted to do the one last week off the top of our head, but. <laughs> so you didn't want me to surprise you. <laughs> like, <laughs> we get to talking and we're like, all right, top five Harold Ramis films. And like, we're both on IMDb and shit. <laughs> like, what, what, what movies are we looking at? Um, 
we we I think we have top five horror movies on the back burner, but I'm still not. I'm, yeah, I think we wanted to do the ten. Ten. For that one. Yeah, my because my top five was like. It was going to be Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead New, Army of Darkness. Four or five. That's four out of five right there. Like, <laughs> number five could be fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> but I, I got I to gotta put, like, Leprechaun in the hood in the top <laughs> ten somewhere. <laughs> the movie's fucking awesome. Um, <clears throat> so we'll, uh, we'll, do a top, we'll do a top five. We'll surprise the, uh, the few people that listen weekly. Uh, we'll discuss it after the podcast. And then you can tune in and be like, oh, shit, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, so what other animated movies, what, oh, you know what? Uh, Frozen was actually in my top five initially. Oh yeah. Um, it, it probably would be in my top five if everybody under the sun wasn't talking about it right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm tired of fucking hearing about it, even though I love the movie, I own it. I didn't think I was going to buy it, but I, I did. I caved. I saw it on Blu-ray for 19. I said, whatever. Um, I'm fucking tired of hearing people cover Let It Go. Uh, I just fucking, everywhere I turn around, frozen this, frozen that. Yeah. Which is fine, but Jesus Christ, like, let it go. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no pun intended. <laughs> you know, let, let the movie just fucking die for a little bit, then bring it back. Um, <clears throat> it's a really good movie, but... I really just am tired of hearing, but I think everyone is. Yeah. Um, it was the same way with when Brave came out, uh, which I didn't enjoy Brave as much, but fucking everybody talked about it. Yep. And uh, How to Train Your Dragon, man. I enjoyed it, but... I still haven't seen that. It's good. It's very good. MC Chris loves it. Uh, <laughs> he talks about it all the time. He was one of the people that was just like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about this anymore. And then they announced number two, and he talked about it for like two days straight. I was like, all right, I don't I don't care anymore. Um <laughs> Nobody's nobody's giving Cars three a second look, fucking Lightning McQueen and shit like that, and, and uh, Larry the Cable Guy plays that he plays the truck. Or so. I actually have never seen the Cars movies in their entirety. Uh, I did see Planes though. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Um, just because someone was like, "It's supposed to be good," and I watched it. And I was like, "We watching the same movie?" <laughs> um, it's not even Pixar. So no, isn't that DreamWorks? No, it's Disney, but it's not. Oh, Pixar. you're right. You're right. Um, and you know, going back to the list, the reason Toy Story was my number one was actually not because of the movie, but because without Toy Story one, we wouldn't have any of these movies that we like. Yeah, that's um, true. they revolutionized. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the first Pixar movie. Yeah, um, that was the one that that started that particular animation style. Like the, well, I like to call it, it's basically the Pixar style. Um, you know, a lot of people copy it because that's what's convenient now. But like Pixar started that style, and yeah. that's their style. Um. And Disney and DreamWorks, you know, do a good job copying it. But it's you can tell when it's a Pixar movie. It's just like next level. Um, although sometimes I forget. I'm watching a movie. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And I realize it's like, you know, fucking Disney. I'm like, eh. Um, I also thought about putting Fantasia in there. But not because I enjoy Fantasia, but because I enjoy the Mr. Hanky version of Fantasia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the fucking streets of poo. <laughs> <laughs> um and I just desperately need to see that episode. The did you see? Did you ever see the South Park episode where they did the Mr. Hanky Fantasia episode? Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> in it. He's like in the little wizard hat, and he's like in the street, and he's the rivers of poo. And oh my god, man, Mr. Hanky needs to come back for South Park next season. I don't think they've done him in a while. No. Mr. Hanky and Towelie should just get their own episodes. So. 
that was our animated list. It was good. Um, pretty easy, though. I, I, I had my movies. I just needed to put them in the right order. Yeah. Um, next week's we'll do we'll do something different. We've done we've done TV shows. We've done movies. We should mix it up. Maybe we do something like actors or or particular kinds of actors or characters or um, <laughs> top five instances of blackface. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to Danny DeVito, <clears throat> uh, James Earl Jones is white. Did, ooh, I hear someone. No, I can never tell. <laughs> That's the only thing about this place. We always pick times and we think no one's going to be here. And almost every week we get interrupted by someone. Yeah. Um, don't they ever look at the schedule? <laughs> it's no one's supposed to be here at night. God damn it. Um, so that's that. Uh, it is Game of Thrones tonight. We'll talk about it real quick. Um, I wanted to record tomorrow so we could talk about it, but then like we'd record Monday night. It'd go up Tuesday, like this and that. And then we went, actually, we were going to do it Sunday before we saw Captain, or we were going to do it Monday before we saw Captain America. Then we saw yeah. Captain America. We're like, we got to do this shit tonight. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't hold, I tried to talk to my mom about Captain America. That's how excited I was. She's like, I don't give a fuck. And, uh, and I tried to talk to my mom about how good Grand Budapest Hotel was. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know what that is. I made her watch the trailer and she was like, this doesn't look good at all. I was like, I fucking hate you, mom. (laughs) I was like, you fucking taste in movies atrocious. And she's like, well, let's watch, you know, Miss Congeniality. I want to fucking slap her. (laughs) Um, but last week we did see uh, actually because we oh, fuck Game of Thrones. Last week we <laughs> saw Grand Budapest Hotel because we talked about it during the podcast. Yeah. Then we said fuck it, went and saw it. Um, what'd you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty awesome. Is it a uh, top three Wes Anderson? I'd say it's number three. Number three. Yeah. Let's do a quick list. What's your number two then? Uh, my number one would be Life Aquatic. Okay. Number fair two, Darjeeling Limited. All right. All right. All right. I'm I'm a little. I guess I'm in a different spot. My, uh, if I had to rank them, which it would be hard, my number one is uh, is probably Royal Tenenbaums because that's what got me into Wes Anderson films. Because yeah. um, I didn't, I hadn't seen Bottle Rocket, I hadn't seen Rushmore because I didn't realize how long ago those movies were. Yeah. Um, Bottle Rocket, I was, I think we talked about it at one point. I was like fucking eight when that movie came <laughs> out. Um, there was no way an eight-year-old Chris was watching Wes Anderson films. Yeah. <laughs> I was fucking singing Can't Wait to Be King and shit in my <laughs> underwear. <laughs> um, so my number one is Tenenbaums. <clears throat> it's not the best movie, but it's the one that got me in to Wes Anderson. And then number two is Life Aquatic. And then number three is Grand Budapest. Yeah. Um, although I do need to see Moonrise, Moonrise Kingdom again. I think I watched it, but I think I fell asleep near the end because I watched <laughs> it like four in the morning. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, until this last one, until Grand Budapest, that was his highest rated movie. Yeah, it was like the most one. Or the, the most successful like, or something. I don't know. I had the most, uh, the wide release, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the, the widest release of a, a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. It was very, uh, I guess, I don't want not PC, but like very, uh, I think it was approachable for a movie. Because it was like, oh, kids at camp, and they're doing this, and they run away. Oh, it's a love story. Like, oh, okay, sure, kind of, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> movie, movies like Life Aquatic, like, if you're not, you have to want to watch that to see that movie. I don't think anyone yeah. was like, what is this about? <laughs> oh, let's go see that. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's how it happens. You have to make people watch it. But then they watch, and you're like, oh, shit, this movie's really good. Yeah. Um, so, Wes Anderson needs to, uh, needs to get on the ball in one movie a year. And... uh of course, if he did that, he'd probably suck. 
Yeah. But he needs to, uh, you know, goddamn, Bill Murray was old in that movie for the 30 seconds that he's in it. Yeah. He's looking really old. He is really old, but I didn't think he looked that old. Uh, but then, like, that and then the photo of him on Facebook and the PBR shorts came out around the same time. And it's just uh, like, yeah. how fucking old is Bill Murray? <laughs> like, is he 100 yet? <laughs> um, he's definitely looking like it. So if they're going to do Ghostbusters 3, before long, he's going to be a fucking ghost. <laughs> it's going it's gonna to be... Uh, this is fucked up. It's going to be Dan Aykroyd and, uh, <laughs> and fucking... Uh, I always forget his name. God damn. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Fuck me. <laughs> we had this problem last time. <laughs> um... It's going to be the two of them fucking chasing down the ghosts of Harold Ramis and <laughs> Bill Murray. <laughs> and fucking they cross the streams and just blow everyone up. And uh, I, I would see that. Oh, my God. And, and fucking the, another ghost is the ghost of Rick Moranis' acting career. <laughs> and fucking, oh, man. Rick Moranis, that poor guy. I watch him and stuff, and I miss him so much. But I, I don't, I don't know how he's doing. I, I mean, yeah. he, for all I know, he's fucking dead, dude. Like, <laughs> no one cares anymore. It's, uh, it's the ghost in quotes busters, and it's, it's Harold Ramis, <laughs> a dead Harold Ramis, a future, uh, soon to be dead Bill Murray, uh, <laughs> fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> and, and, uh, and fucking Amy Winehouse is the fourth ghost. <laughs> And they, uh, it's four ghosts go around and fucking terrorize the living and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson have to fucking catch him. Uh, I'd watch that shit. But, uh, I've, I've been listening to, uh, MC Chris forever a lot. It's, no, yeah. I thought it was all Ghostbusters, but it's like, it's like 30, 30% Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But still haven't heard any. Oh, I've heard the one Harold Ramis. The song. 58.9. Yeah. Which is good, but it's actually out of the whole album. It's probably one of the weaker songs. Um, the one that he does for, uh, he has, he, he has a song for Luigi, um, cause yeah. for, cause of, uh, Luigi's mansion and stuff and ghost busting. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. <clears throat> um, and then he does one for each of the Ghostbusters. The Dan Aykroyd song is pretty good. Um, overall it's a, it's a, it's a damn good album, but then he's doing a Batman album called, uh, friends <laughs> or it's either friends or something else. But, uh, did you hear his, his his April Fool song this year? No, I didn't hear that yet. Do you know what it is though, right? No? I forget. It was uh he did a it's oh, what is it called? I can't remember, but it was it was a a mix of straight out of Compton, but it was straight out of Gotham and it was huh. a Joker or Joker based rap because his next album is all is gonna be Batman. Yeah. Um it's fucking amazing because uh Every year, MC Chris does an uh, April Fool's song, and every year it's something really good. Like, he did the Twin Peaks song. He did Clue last year. This year was, was Joker, straight out of Gotham. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty damn good. And uh, he, he samples the beat for Straight Out of Compton and then adds his little, you know, adds a little something extra to it. But it's, whew, you have to listen to it when you get a chance. Yeah. He's on, he's on fire right now. I hope he, need, he needs to get his shit together and, uh, and, and do another tour after Warp Tour. Yeah, because as much as I want, you know, as much as I like going to Warp Tour, there's always you always have to make that choice at some point where it's like, do I go see Parkway Drive at twelve fifteen to twelve forty five, or do I go see MC Chris from twelve forty to one fifteen? You're like, oh shit, yeah. and it's always all the way across the fucking you know lot, <laughs> so it's not like you can be oh okay, yeah. Like I remember the last time we all went, we had to sprint across a few times, 
And and then we got to fucking we got hit with that thunderstorm. And we all sat in the auditorium while the human abstract played, <laughs> which was funny because at the time everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And then the next year, like I bought the album, uh, and I was like, oh, this, "This shit's amazing." So all right, so Captain America, um, the Winter Soldier, I or you know Captain America Two, whatever you want to call it. They got to throw a title. They got to throw a number on it. Otherwise, we'll get to like Captain America 17 and it'll be like Captain America, fucking metal arm strongman. <laughs> okay. Um, so we way back in episode one, we discussed that I'm I'm the comic book guy. So this is going to be, you know, in my wheelhouse. But uh, what, let's let's get Zach's thoughts on Captain America before I before I talk about what I thought. What do you think of the movie? I thought it was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Do you. Uh, do you do you agree? I said in the theater. I said that uh, Captain America is a, is a good franchise, but it's I think it's probably the strongest one right now. Yeah, definitely um, is. Because Iron Man two and three were let down. Yeah. Uh, Thor, Thor. There's nothing wrong with Thor. It's just not a strong franchise. It's it's pretty much the same movie each time. Yeah. It's more um, like fantasy. Yeah. And Captain America is more like actiony. That's true, yeah. And, you know, I could, as much as I like uh, Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings, they have no business being in those movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially Kat Dennings. Fucking, what purpose does she serve in those movies other than to have titties? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Blake from Workaholics uh, once said, you know, you can't get anywhere in life unless you've got those Kat Dennings upstairs. <laughs> so, uh, um, so Captain America was pretty, pretty good. Um you actually you hadn't seen the first one though until this week. Yep. What'd you think of the first one? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It's a little slow at times. Yeah. But it's very good. It, you, Captain America is a hard character to set up because it's not just like he fucking one day turns into Captain America. Like there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um. And it, if you hadn't seen the first one, I think the latter half of the movie you would have been like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. Um. Like the like when you see Peggy Carter and she's old, you're like. Would have been like, who's this old bitch? And you wouldn't have known who Bucky was, and that would have kind of defeats the purpose of the movie yeah. if you don't see the Bucky, you know. Because in the first one, um, you know, before Steve uh, or Captain America, whatever, I'm not on a first name <laughs> basis with superheroes and shit, but um, Captain America, before he gets the super serum, the super soldier serum, is you know, kind of a little bitch. Um, and Bucky's the one that you know picks him up, even though he keeps getting rejected from the army. And in this one, it's actually kind of reversed where. Captain America saves Bucky or Winter Soldier in this case. Yeah. Um, I guess we should say spoilers ahead because <laughs> we've already spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> if you if you hadn't if you didn't know if you didn't go into that movie knowing that, the fuck you didn't even see the first one then. <laughs> um, but the first one it was really important because uh, Howard Stark is in it. Yeah. And I thought the guy that played him I can't remember his name it's Dominic uh, Dominic something or other. Whatever. The guy that plays Howard Stark in the first one is, uh, not only does he look like Robert Downey Jr., but he fucking, he was awesome. He was on top of it. Yeah. Um, and I really am a, uh, I don't particularly find Haley Atwell, 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 the person who plays Peggy Carter. Um, she's not a particularly good actress, but she was really good in that. Um, so the first one's good. The second one was, was crazy good though. Uh, I was super pumped about the GSP fight uh for uh they they he's only in the movie for maybe maybe five minutes yeah but it was a sweet five minutes yeah it's kind of let down by 
I thought he was going to be in it a little more. Well, he's uh, I be I'm, I'll be honest, man. I'm glad he was in it. Period. The yeah. character he plays is uh, is Batroc the Leaper. Uh, pretty much a joke, um, and has always been a joke. I've only actually ever read him in one run of comics ever, and it was it was probably ten years ago. Um, the movie did him actually made him seem cool because uh, he was you know he was kicking and flying and Superman you know GSP styling people. What if it had been, they had let GSP choreograph the fight? He would have just laid on Captain America for the five minutes, and then after five, Captain would be like, "I'm fucking over this." And would have just left, and he's like, "Lost by decision." Yeah, and, and GSP's got his little fucking purple belt. He's like, "I, I win." Um, he didn't have. He had almost no speaking lines, though. He had like two in French, and that was it. Yeah, um, which was a, di- a disappointment because. You can't just have GSP and have him fucking be all menacing looking and not talk with his his fucking thick ass French accent. Um, but that was cool. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on. So you you're not terribly familiar with the comics, and uh, I would say most people aren't because yeah. I mean, I usually do my research before I watch movies. But did you research before this one? A little bit. Did you? Like, I don't want to do too much. Because if you know too much of the story, there was no reason to see the movie. Like, yeah. um, you know, Winter Soldier is, is a weird character because depending on the line and depending on who's writing, he's good or he's bad or he's in, like he's neutral where he could, could go either way. Um, but the the Winter Soldier run that they based the movie off of was the Ed Brubaker Winter Soldier, which was uh, probably probably ten years ago, maybe maybe even uh, less than that. Um, and in the end, you know, the movie hints to at, at that second post-credit scene, you know, where he's he sees himself, he sees Bucky Barnes and the yeah. Captain America thing. He's like, oh shit, you know, he doesn't say anything. He's, you just know he realizes. Um, Winter Soldier after that, uh, it actually becomes an ally of of Captain America. But depending on the story, like you know, sometimes they throw him back into being a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see because they, I know that they signed um, Sebastian Stan. I think it's his name, the guy that plays him. He's signed on for multiple pictures, so you have to assume that Winter Soldier is going to be in the Avengers. Yeah. Because there's not going to be anything Captain America-based before then. Um, They're actually done with the Avengers franchises until then because yeah, we're, I don't know if we're getting a Black Widow movie. This almost was a Black Widow movie. It was like 50-50. Um, they were talking about doing her movie, but then she got pregnant, so I, I definitely don't see that happening. Um, Scarlett Johansson, not Black Widow, but <laughs> Black Widow's pregnant in the comics. This movie's fucked. Because um, the next Avengers, I think this was the final setup for the Avengers, besides Ant-Man. Um, but that's irrelevant. You don't need Captain America for Ant-Man. You, you do need Tony Stark, though. Um, they're not going to do another Iron Man. Iron Man 3 was was enough. Yeah. Um, they totally... Although they left the uh, the whole Mandarin thing. Yeah, well, Ben Ben Kingsley is signed on to do more. Yeah. Even though that kind of like in the end, you kind of you see the reveal and you're like, oh shit. Um. So all these it's fucked up. All of these characters are signed on to do more movies, but like, where are they gonna go? You know. Yeah. Um. That's why Avengers: Age of Ultron is gonna be either the greatest action movie in history, or it's gonna be the most convoluted piece of shit we've ever <laughs> seen. And I know that they have. Uh, they basically have everyone on board for the, for the Avengers. Like, every actor, every director that's really been attached. Like, I, I don't think Joss Whedon is doing it. 
Last I heard, he was. He was okay. I knew that he was. He was. Uh, he directed the postcard scene for Captain America. Did he? Yep. So you did. You did more theatrical research than I did. I just fucking watched it and was like, "Well, I know this shit already." All right. Well, which one? The the museum or the the museum? I okay, because there was the one in the beginning. No, he did that one. Because that one that would uh, be the Avengers tie-in. That's yeah, the important he did one. The uh, Quicksilver one. Yeah, which was oh my god, dude! I wasn't sure that I was seeing what I thought I was seeing because I was like, no, I knew because I knew that they were bringing in Quicksilver, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. I had read briefly that the post credits had Quicksilver in it. Um, but they like, they went all out. They didn't, but it was so cool cause they didn't tell you who they were. So if you're not, I don't want to say like in the know, but if you don't know anything about comics, you don't know who the fuck these people are. Yeah. You're like, Oh, it's some bitch that can move metal and some dude that's running around like the flash. That's cool. But it's, uh, that's my boss. <laughs> He's like, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm supposed to be working tomorrow. He's fucking telling me what to do. I'm like, you aren't even going to be there. <laughs> so, anyways, um, you know, you uh, were skipping all over the place. I was going to yeah. do I was gonna do the movie sequentially, but it's just too exciting to talk about <laughs> shit in order. I don't give a fuck about these people. Um, but the, the, the first post-credit scene was um, you see, you see a, a couple Hydra. Well, not necessarily Hydra, but people that are in bed with Hydra. Yeah. Um, in, in a lab, and they have Loki's scepter, uh, which is huge because that's how he uh, controls people. But more importantly, the gym that's in it is no one knows for sure, but the Infinity Gauntlet, which was hinted at in uh, Thor 1, maybe? Uh, or no, the, it was Infinity Gauntlet was, was, maybe that was the same as, as uh, no, it's Captain America. God damn. I need to watch all the post-credit scenes again. The Infinity yeah. Gauntlet is is attached to the Thanos storyline, and uh, there's these five gems, and they're really important. And da da da. And the gem that's in Loki's scepter is could quite possibly be one of the gems uh, in the Infinity Gauntlet, but I don't think anyone knows for sure because most people don't the fucking don't know what the Infinity Gauntlet is, anyways. Yeah. Um, that's not even worth getting into. That's like a three hour conversation. <laughs> like it's not important. Um, but then they cut to uh, Quicksilver, a young, very young Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, like, like probably looked like maybe 18-year-old uh, versions, which is going to be bizarre because if you know anything about comics or, or care to look into it, um, you know, Scarlet Witch is Magneto's daughter. And we talked about it in the movies. That's, a, that's an X-Men thing that they're doing. Yeah. So either they're going to roll the X-Men in to Age of Ultron, which they should, or they're going to just bring them in because uh, Scarlet Witch was on the West Coast Avengers and occasionally is in the Avengers. Um, they could just bring them in and totally just abandon the X-Men part of it. Yeah, I was reading into that a little more. And I guess they can't refer to them as mutants or say that they're Magneto's kids. No shit. Because Fox owns the movie rights to right, X-Men. Right, right, right. Fuck! How how do you possibly have Scarlet Witch without alluding to who she is? I don't know. Like, and, and you know, they didn't um, even they didn't. Um, unless uh, Sony's deal or uh, Fox's deal runs out. I think as long as they keep making movies like every three years, like they're gonna continue to hold it. But now that Marvel is owned by Disney, Disney has the power to just be like, "Listen, Fox. Yeah, we'll let you keep Fantastic Four. No, Fantastic Four. I think is Sony maybe. 
No, it's Fox. Yeah, yeah, because Fox just did that that horrible casting that everyone yeah. was like, "Fuck that!" And they were like, "My bad." We were kidding. Sony's got Spider Man. That's right, and something else too. But uh, I don't know. So that I mean, whatever. At the end of the credits, they do say he's like, "Oh, you know, this is the the age of magic or whatever." No, what did he say? The age of He's like, no more technology and shit. It's all about fucking magic or whatever. Something like that. But uh, more importantly, with with the Scarlet Witch reveal, um, in the middle of the movie, there's a there's a part where Hydra is targeting all the people that are against Hydra or whatever, and like it's cutting around the world, and you see a bunch of people that are irrelevant, but they're talking about names, and they, they say Stephen Strange. And uh, I know that other people in the theater heard it too because everyone was like, <gasps> and I heard someone go, yeah. Doctor Strange, right behind <laughs> us. <laughs> and I was like, Bitch, no one else needs to know that. <laughs> um, but that's really big because Doctor Strange is uh, when you when you're talking magic, like he's the magic guy. Um, Scarlet Witch is 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 realistically is a mutant power. Doctor Strange is a magic power, and uh, it's really crazy to get into it. But I keep hearing the door. Do you hear the door? I hear something over there. must be losing my mind also somebody else is telling me what they think about uh captain america right now <laughs> let me turn that shit off anyways so uh the fuck were we talking about oh the magic power yeah, yeah. there's there's this weird like hierarchy hierarchy and i can't talk hierarchy in in comics where you have uh pure power like technology uh technological power if you will that's Tony Stark. You have magic power, which is uh, you. You could lump Thor into that if you're if you're being really general, but typically he's not included in that. Um, you have people like Scarlet Witch, uh, Doctor Strange, um, and then you have the the third, which is like the fantasy power, yeah. which is um, depending on how you want to look at it, is people like Thor uh, and Loki, um, and it's it's weird to like you have to lump like Hulk. And uh, Captain America kind of end with the 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 fantasy power because they're like Hulk isn't technological based. He, it's it's he's, it's science. gamma yeah it's science it's gamma radiation. So you you kind of it's it's a weird line to draw. But each division of power has its like its checks and balances. Like magic is typically the only thing that can beat certain people. And then it's it's weird. Like, it's like playing rock, paper, scissors with comic book heroes. Like, oh, Tony Stark can beat this person, but this person can beat Tony Stark. So Iron Man, you know, fucking has to do this and that. It's kind of yeah. silly. Um, but with the, uh, with the Ant-Man movie, which is Hank Pym, they're bringing in, like, you already have Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, uh, two of the smartest people in this universe. If you bring Hank Pym in, now you have the smartest person in the universe. Um, without a doubt, he's he's the smartest person, but he's also the most dangerous because he creates Ultron, which is why they need to do that movie before Avengers. Yeah. Um, because he he creates this this uh, you know this technological super being that becomes sentient and then becomes Ultron, which is going to be the villain of the next Avengers. <clears throat> but the question is, uh, how do they play it? Because sometimes Hank Pym is good, sometimes Hank Pym is 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 bad but not through his his own desire something happens to him um but we'll see anyway we'll get back to captain america because we're talking about like <laughs> shit that's happening in 2015 and 16 um what else happened in captain america that i was excited about uh gsp is is Matroc, um age of ultron stuff um 
Oh, there's something else. Doctor Strange was big. There was I. I was reading something else. Oh, uh, you the you know the mercenary the whole movie who uh, his night his name is Brock. Yeah. Uh, the dude that was like good and then bad and then good and then bad and then definitely bad. He was with Hydra. Um, I didn't pick up on this because I'm I'll be honest I'm not terribly familiar with the character. I guess he's a character named Crossbones. Yeah. Um, who I've seen but I didn't recognize him because typically he's masked and he's an assassin. But at the end of the movie, they pull him out of the wreckage and he's all burnt up and stuff. Yeah. And so I think that's where that comes into. So that's another villain that they have ready to go for whatever movie they want to do. Yeah, I think Captain America 3 probably. Captain America 3 is going to be post-Avengers, though. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I scoured to see if anyone else came to the Marvel Civil War conclusion like I did, and no one else has. So either I'm reading way too much into the end of that movie or I'm the fucking smartest person on the planet right now. <laughs> That's probably the first one. Um, yeah, we, we know Sharon Carter is in it, which is a big deal. Um, I think we talked about that for a little bit. What else? Um, yeah, I mean, the big thing was the Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, I think, because that's leading right into it. Um, but with Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in just a few short months, August, actually. Yep. It's going to be incredible. I had I had low expectations for that movie, but Guardians of the Galaxy is is uh, very much so tied to Tony Stark. Which, if they do that, if they make Iron Man a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which they may or may not do, that ties them to the Avengers universe again. Um, and I don't know if you've looked into Guardians of the Galaxy. Gamora is actually Thanos's daughter, so that's another connection from another franchise to yeah. the Avengers movie. I know they already did a postcard scene in one of the movies. No shit. With uh, Benicio Del Toro. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forget which movie that scene was in. So, it's going to be... Uh, this Avengers is going to be is going to be out of this world. I can't wait for... Again, no pun intended. Um, it's going to be a lot of space shit. But they, they need to... Uh, I think they need to start separating the franchises a little bit. Although... Uh, actually, you know, no, fuck that. Get back to. I was gonna get back to the Marvel Civil Civil War. There was something else that I saw that I almost guarantee that no one else picked up on. At the end, when Agent uh, Agent Maria Hill is at Stark Industries, she's taking a lie detector test, or what appeared to be a lie detector test. Yeah. Maria Hill is Tony Stark's uh, biggest supporter on the pro-registration and anti-registration part of the Civil War. So I saw that and I was like, oh shit. And I already felt like they were doing a Civil War tie-in with, at the end, because uh, uh, Black Widow lets all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. secrets out. So now half, or if not all of the people that have ever worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., all of their personal information is out there. And so now you know that, you know, if, you're, if you didn't know that Captain America was Steve Rogers, now you do. Um, that was a big part of what, how the Civil War starts because they have um, Captain America is actually... If I'm not remember, if I remember, is anti-registration, and uh, that means all of the mutants and and villains and and superheroes have to identify themselves and are not allowed to basically participate in things the government doesn't agree with. Um, and Captain America, which is ironic because he's the big patriot, says, you know, I'm not doing this shit. And then Tony Stark is down for it because he's like, well, if we all do it, then it's problem solved. We'll know what's going on. And uh, Maria Hill supports her or supports him in that. And I, you see, Maria. Uh, Agent Hill at Stark Industries and you have the little the Senate hearing at the end where she's like you know Black Widow's like oh you know it doesn't matter everybody knows everything 
And then she's like, if you, you know, if you want to arrest me, come find me. You know where I'll be at. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're doing Civil War. Or maybe they're prepping for Civil War after this Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. Or Age of Ultron could be the start of the Civil War. Um, you know how huge that would be to have two franchises running at the same time, but doing the Civil War where, like, the Captain America movie is Captain America versus Iron Man, and you see it from Cap's perspective, but then Iron Man does a movie and it's the Iron Man perspective? Holy <sighs> shit. Um, yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. But, uh... Marvel has everything planned out for till 2028. Yeah. And at the rate that they do, they do two movies a year, minimum. Um, they do... I, I desperately think that they need to do a Mark Ruffalo Hulk. Um, yeah. Because he only got about 15, 20 minutes in Avengers. Um, and I prefer Ed Norton, but I'm willing to give him a, a movie to try it out. Uh, he was better than Eric Bana, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that one was terrible. <laughs> but they need to do a Black Widow movie when she's not, you know, pregnant. Uh, or when she is pregnant, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she's got one of those super babies in her. <laughs> um, they, I, really, I really need Captain America 3 to happen, like, ASAP. I don't want to wait until 2016 for it um but this year we still have guardians of the galaxy we still have maybe ant-man will get done early who knows it's slated for like may of next year but avengers is slated for may of next year so was batman versus superman um this is a, oh no is is it yeah yeah because yeah, avengers and batman versus superman are gonna come out the same fucking week they're saying which i'm pretty sure is gonna make the box office like not there's no physical box office but like the metaphorical one is gonna explode <laughs> There's going to be billions of dollars getting pumped into fucking Hollywood at one time. Buildings are just going to be on fire. Yeah. Fucking people in Batman costumes are going to be shooting up movie theaters <laughs> again. <laughs> like, fuck you, Iron Man. The whole summer next year. There's a lot of shit coming out. Yeah. There's, uh, what else is coming out next year? We, we looked through a list. Actually, that was the week, that was the episode that we couldn't put up. It was the one that we looked through IMDb for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, apparently in, you know, 2019, there's going to be another fucking Barely Brothers movie. There. Um, I think the biggest part of uh, Captain America was actually the, the trailer for Fargo. <laughs> I'm pretty excited for that. I loved the movie. But uh, no, the Guardians of the Galaxy, oh, I'm so excited for. It's... It was funny because right as the movie started, I was like, oh, I haven't been so excited for a movie talking about Days of Future Past. And then I forgot the Guardians of the Galaxy shows up. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a little crazy, though. And I'm upset that they cut cut a bunch of people out already. Hmm. They they cut uh, Storm, who I don't care for, or at least not the Halle Berry Storm. They cut her character down to like 10 minutes. They totally cut Kitty Pride out, so no Ellen Page, um, which is fucked up because she's important. <laughs> um, but they left a bunch of other shitty people in. Now they just need to bring uh, fucking Nightcrawler back. That would be ideal because uh, they're doing a Nightcrawler comic run right now that's just some of the best stuff I've ever read. But what else? There was something else in Captain America that I saw that I was pretty pumped for. Um, there was uh, Abed. Yes, Abed from Community was in it. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was it was Abed playing Abed in yeah. Captain um, America. The directors are directors and producers of Community. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I did know that. Um, I, I, they should have put everyone in it. No, yeah. no Chevy Chase, but he would he would have been dropping an N word on, on someone. But 
Like uh, they could have, they could have done like yeah. maybe Donald Glover wasn't it. Maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of black people in that movie. The, he was Falcon. The, <laughs> <laughs> the dude in the Apple Store, I guess, was in Community. Yes. At one point. Yep. Yep. I did. I recognized him, but with the fucking weird beard and the hair, that was pretty funny too. Um, <laughs> that whole that whole Apple Store scene was so. It was almost like it was real life. Yeah. Um, like my boyfriends, we're going to New Jersey for our honeymoon. The guy's like, "All right, cool." <laughs> He's like, "Well, if you need anything, I'm an Apple Tech, and uh, my name's Dan. I'll be over here." Like one fucking like one of the world's smartest hackers is over there, like fucking with a Mac. Um, I, the only thing I didn't I didn't get behind was the uh, the non inclusion of Agent Coulson, who is alive. Yeah. Why the fuck couldn't he be in it? You had Maria. You had uh, Nick Fury. Why couldn't why couldn't uh, Coulson be in it for like two seconds? He was he was all about Captain America in the first one, and Avengers. Why the fuck couldn't he be in this one? I don't know. Maybe What's he's going too- on in uh, Agents of Shield. Um, I'm a few episodes behind, but this I guess Winter Soldier. This movie is supposed to tie into the the show somehow, which yeah. will be interesting because the show is on like a whole nother plane of like Marvel existence right now. It's like not even told, not even related to to Captain America. Yeah, I guess it's like going to be in a completely new direction now. I hope well, so. They have to because the, the whole shit that happened with Shield. Yeah. See, and that's the thing is like, Agents of Shield has been weird because it's set in the same time frame and universe as all these other movies, but it's almost like an independent franchise. Like things that happen, like or whatever. Like they reference the Avengers, they reference this and that, they reference things that have happened in the movies, but you know, yeah. Now it's going to be Agents of fucking whatever, <laughs> Agents of Coulson. <laughs> uh Marvel's Colson, Colson, Colson. But I heard they might do a Agent Carter series too. As long it would depend on whether they're doing Peggy or Sharon. Um I think it's Peggy. I don't know. I could get behind that. She was a babe in that movie and and but uh I actually I didn't even recognize her with all the makeup. Like I knew who it was, but I wasn't sure that, that was Haley Atwell. Yeah. And then I, I started looking and I was like, Yeah, that's her. Probably fucking, probably latex some tissue on her face and shit, <laughs> and just fucking let her go. Like, all right, now be old. Oh, and uh, right in the middle, I wasn't sure what was going on, and then it was. I guess she had like uh, she was like Alzheimer's or whatever, because they were talking, and she was like, oh, duh, duh, duh. and then like she snaps into like you're alive. Oh my yeah. god! I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but that's got to be it. Um. So we're. Uh, so we're actually gonna we're gonna we're gonna do our first two parter. We're gonna t- we're gonna take a break, a week break, and we're gonna finish recording next week about Game of Thrones. And I'm gonna have uh, some more notes on Captain America. Okay, bye.